Uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It is Talk Back, and, and this is the special edition of City Talk. And by the way, I'm Peter Christian, Nick Christensen over there, the man without a microphone today, because all of our microphones are taken uh, with these lovely folks from the city. And uh, Jenny Miriam, of course, joining us uh, this morning. She is the uh, Director of Communications for the city. Also want to welcome uh, Melanie Brock, Executive Director of the Missoula Midtown Association. Howdy. Hello. Oh, let me got to make sure we got your microphone on. Go ahead. Hello, it's gotcha. good to be here okay. in Midtown talking we, with you. <laughs> we gotcha. And Annette Marcheseau, correct? That is correct. Did, did I do that? Very good. I was going to say Marcheseau, but it's that's, French. That's, and that's I was, correct as yeah. well. <laughs> I would, I, would, I would choke on my own tongue if I did that. But Annette Marcheseau, Project Manager, Redevelopment Specialist at the city's Missoula Redevelopment Agency. That's a big title. It, it is a big title. Um, we, we do a lot of... Um, projects, redevelopment projects throughout the city. All right. And and really excited to be working with Melanie and her crew. All right. Midtown. So let's talk about, uh, first of all, I, my, my first question being the uh, uh, the simple soul that I am, what the heck is Midtown? I mean, I, I, I know there's downtown, east side, west side, all, over, all around the town. What is Midtown? What are the boundaries? How is that you know defined, if you would? You bet. Midtown starts at Mount on the north side and goes down to 39th. And we consider it from Higgins on the east to Reserve Street on the west. There are 15,000 Missoulians who live right there in the center of Missoula and about 16,000 Missoulians who work there. And um, a lot of people coming from all over Missoula County to work at the major employment centers. We do consider Community Medical Center our medical mm-hmm. hub here in Midtown. And uh, the Midtown Association has been around for over 10 years working to make sure that um, Midtown stays livable and walkable and business friendly and resident friendly. And now we're in this master planning process. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about the, this whole master planning process. Why? Why, why? why do you need, I mean, why can't we just kind of motate on forward and people live their lives and, and why, why the master planning? What's going on with that? Well, why Annette's here, and I'm so glad she is. Um, Missoula Midtown area is ripe for redevelopment. We have Urban Renewal District 3 going along uh, Brook Street, and that is because it has been blighted. Midtown was a suburb way back when as our city grew, and the infrastructure and livability, walkability pieces to Midtown aren't done yet. So Midtown is the area where our growth policy says we should focus inward and grow inward instead of sprawling out of the city. And we can do that in Midtown. We can increase housing density. We can increase commercial development. But there are some pieces that we need to plan for first. We need to have more predictability in the um, development um Uh, development goals. Urban Renewal District 3 and the Missoula Redevelopment Agency have done an incredible job reinvesting funds. A sidewalk program, there are more sidewalks in Midtown than ever before. Uh, We are now looking at what do residents and the people who live, work, and play and shop need to continue to have Midtown work efficiently for our growing community. You had just mentioned a word blighted. And when, mm-hmm. when I think of blight, I think of downtown Newark or, oh. you know, so, <laughs> with buildings falling down on people walking down the sidewalk. Ah, it's blighted. So what, 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 is, what does blight mean from our perspective here in Missoula? Uh, Annette, do you want yeah, to give the ahead. exact sure. definition? Go for well, it. I, I don't know that I have the exact uh, narrative in my in my brain, but um, blighting is more than just uh, downtown Newark. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank heavens. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. In, in the uh, Montana state statute that authorizes uh, redevelopment agencies and using TIF funding, um, blight has a pretty broad definition. Um, certainly it can mean areas that uh, have gone into economic decline um, and uh, maybe abandoned buildings, decrepit buildings, but it can also mean uh, areas where there's not connectivity, where there, there aren't sidewalks, uh, where there's not adequate infrastructure, um, where the uh, street network uh, doesn't make sense for the sort of development that's occurring in that area. So it's a much broader definition than just um, decrepit and abandoned buildings. Okay, well, that's good to know. All right, so uh, when, when we talk about a blight or the, the Midtown area, uh, you you guys recently had a big powwow, didn't you, uh, over at the YMCA with a, a great big public meeting? How, how did that go? It went really well. So this process actually started two years ago okay. with a white paper to see, did Missoula, the whole county, want this? Uh, in June, we, br- we brought together a team um, that consists of urban planners, economists, uh, designers, parking specialists, traffic experts. And they came and we convened in Missoula and did a deep dive into the existing conditions. Then in September, the next piece of this was bringing the community together at the Missoula YMCA, which is the com- one of the mini community centers of Missoula. And, and, that, and that's in Midtown. That is in Midtown. Right, we right. had um, 175 people and over 25 kids. There was a kids workshop as cool. part of this too. Great. There are so many schools and families and um, we have a very uh, high number of children and seniors in Midtown and they participated in this process. And that was the dream big visioning. We had people come together in the Missoula YMCA gym and talk about what they like and they don't like. So now we are at the halfway point with five months left of this process where our team is coming together again January 26th to say, okay, we've listened to now over 700 um, active participants in this in this process in Midtown. Uh, this is what we think five early plans um, plan draft concepts could be. Do we focus on making South Avenue and East West um, more festival Main Street? Like there are all these different pieces we're going to talk about with the public. And the goal is that this then is it will be um, accepted and adopted by city council and county commissioners and our local economic development organization. And we will all work towards this 10 year plus plan for how we want to see Midtown change and grow and what our investment priorities are. And we have a very grassroots approach to getting the community involved. We have 15 residents of Midtown who have been trained as Midtown guides. Cool. And they have been out in their community and they have been going door to door and they've been um, at the parks. They've been at uh, Missoula Food Bank and Community Center. Uh, I, so many places. We are going to the Winter Market at Southgate Mall and meet everyone where they're at and we're hearing the same things. People are um, concerned about displacement. They're concerned about the cost of housing in Midtown and also what comes up consistently and I'll stop talking. I'm, no, no, no. I'm long-winded. That, that, that's <laughs> why you're here. We wanted want you Brook to talk. Street. Brook Street is a moat of inequity. It is so hard to cross Brook Street. East-West connectivity in Midtown is broken. We have an incredible trail system, the Bitterroot Trail, where everyone can hop on their bikes or walk, and they could go from downtown to Hamilton. However, for a kid to have a practice, a baseball practice at Playfair Park, 
that's the um, Little League complex east of the Missoula YMCA, for them to go out to a game at the fort, they have to get in a car. There is no safe east-west connectivity for bicycles and pedestrians. Now, a lot of that has to do with the fact of how Missoula was cobbled together, if you will, 100 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and so uh, there was, a, I believe, the airport wasn't uh, too, uh, too far away now. That Where the fairgrounds is now, mm-hmm. right, that, that used to be way out in the country, That's right? right. And, That's and right. So, so the way things have changed... Uh, obviously, you folks weren't around uh, in, in the intervening decades that all these things, okay, let's put a house here, a little neighborhood here, we'll put a store here, put a shopping center here. Okay, we're good, you know, for about two years. Uh, so if, <laughs> uh, this is a big if, if you had been around back then, right, and if there were organizations like yours, uh, like the MRA, uh, thinking, whoa, 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 let's, let's, let's look at this, but you didn't have the opportunity to do that. So now you're, you're trying to make, make, do, make best with what you've got. Absolutely. And it doesn't need to be as autocentric. However, we do know that we have these destinations that are regional. The fairgrounds, Fort Missoula, and Southgate Mall bring people from all over western Montana and as mm-hmm. far as Spokane. So we need to make sure it works for cars, too. It's funny, we did um, part of that white um, white paper planning process was a deep dive asking the community, what do you think of Midtown? And two things always come up. One is I love the parking in Midtown. You can park, you could get in and out of anything you want. And then the second thing, what, what do you not like about Midtown? There are too many parking lots and asphalt. <laughs> Literally in the same breath, what we love about Midtown is also a frustration. We are not here today to say we are going to get rid of the parking because we are a commercial sector. We are an incredible place where you could bike to get um, a gallon of milk at Albertsons, but you could also get in your car. But the fact that people who work on the eastern side of Brooks have to get in their car to get lunch two blocks away on the western side because they can be stuck at a pedestrian crossing trying to get across Brooks for quite a bit. Uh, it's not working for cars at rush hour. It's not working for pedestrians. Um, so this is a part to, we're doing a deep dive and it has been illuminating. We have our team on the bus. We have our team walking. We're doing a mobility audit with our um, team at the MPO and Summit Independent Living. They are going to show what it's like to have diverse abilities and try to get around Midtown. That's happening January 26. All of this will come together and it will be part of the plan. Already right now on MidtownMasterPlan.com is the existing conditions and challenges report, and it is illuminating. Like We've never done such a deep dive into the conditions of Midtown. Tell you it's what, on there. Well, we're, we're up against about every 10 minutes. We need to take a break. So we're going to do that right now. Uh, our phone lines are open. I would, We would love to hear from you guys. We actually have Catherine waiting. I for, I'm sorry, Nick. I didn't see she was waiting there. My apologies. So, Catherine, I promise we'll get to your phone call right after the break. We have several other phone lines open now. It's 721-1290. This is City Talk, and we'll be back right after this. Okay, we're back on Talkback. 721-1290 is our number. Let's go right to the phones and say good morning to Catherine. And Catherine, my humble apologies for making you wait, ma'am. Go ahead. Oh, Peter, that's okay. <clears throat> so um, I'm wondering, does the Midtown uh, area include the n- north of the river um, by Russell Street? And is the city looking to push renovations over there because that area is really blighted? 
you know, where the colonial in is and sleepy in and it's deteriorating fast. So I was wondering if, uh, if that's part of your plan or if you're going to address that in the near future. Um, I'll take that one. Um, hi, Catherine. Thanks for your question. Um, so that area that you're talking about is not included in uh, what has been defined as Midtown. Um, that's really, I think you're talking about the area that's, uh, I would consider it West Broadway, uh, sort of on the edge, the western edge of downtown, uh, where Russell Street intersects West Broadway. Um, and Ooh. you are correct, that area really needs some um, redevelopment. Uh, the city did, so that area um, is maybe, yeah, I think most of that area that you're talking about is included in Urban Renewal District Number 2. And we completed a uh, West Broadway master plan for that area, just like we're talking with Melanie about master planning for Midtown. Um, we undertook a, uh, a master plan specifically for that area that was completed last year. And um, the city is moving forward, you know, as we have control um, uh, parcels that the city has control over, for instance, the Sleepy Inn property, that will be um, removed, the, the building, um, in the next few months, and the property will be sold to a private developer, and the private developer will be um, working within the parameters and the vision that was established in the West Broadway Master Plan, similar to what Melanie was just talking about. How, had, how, how long has the West Broadway Master Plan been extant? I mean, how, how long have you... It's only been, it was completed about a year ago. So it's only been in place about a year. Um, But it went through a pretty robust um, public engagement process. Uh, It was conducted uh, in the heart of uh, COVID. So a lot of um, interaction was um, conducted virtually. uh, But we did find opportunities for face-to-face meetings outside in the park and um, very engaged neighborhood, uh, big interest in um, housing and housing at all price points, um, mixed uses for residents in that neighborhood. So long-winded way of saying that that's not captured in the Midtown Master Plan, but it has been captured in the West Broadway Master Plan. And is there a way to find out more about that? Can we look it up online? Absolutely. Um, I believe that the website envisionwestbroadway.com, and you should that should take you to the website that has that master plan. Does that help you, Catherine? Oh, yeah. Thanks. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 721-1290 is our number. Now back to Midtown. All right. So, uh, so here we are. Uh, we're, 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 uh, we're, we're examining all these things and long term, uh, uh, 10, how long is this going to take? Is, is there a proposed uh, time period here or is it just going to be fits and starts as we go? We will be done with the master plan by May and May will be brought to 10 different um, government and, you know, taking it to the chamber, all the groups who work in Midtown and we will be um, adopting it city, countywide then. And then we start working on implementation. There'll be some easy wins, some things we could do right away, things that we've noticed, like there, there is no signage when you come into Missoula from the south side, from the Bitterroot. There should be a welcome 
to Missoula sign. Like there are little things that come out because placemaking is a big piece right. to these plans too. They're economic development, housing. Now some of that has to do with with jurisdiction because the, the yes. highway coming in is a is a state highway. Yeah. Uh, so you may not have the authority to put up signs without getting special permission. Right. I mean there are all sorts of communicative you know connective things yeah. that you have to do to try to make sure all that fits together. And why this will be successful is we have all the players at the table. MDT, the um, state highway folks, are at the table. We have already talked to them about signage. We've talked to them about Brooks. We've talked to them about Reserve Street, Russell. Um, we have everyone who, and everyone wants this to succeed. Everyone is hungry for this. We have people who are ready to reinvest and, and do more projects in Midtown. We know we can increase housing density. We know that there's such a low commercial rate, less than 1% um, that availability right now, less than 1% availability. So we know that there's a hunger for more commercial spots. So right now, everyone wants this plan done so we can go ahead and get going on implementing it. And that right before the break, I was talking about that existing conditions report. If you go to midtownmasterplan.com, that really is illuminating. The, the deep dive we just did for over six months of what are the conditions. We looked at everything. We looked at all the plans. This is not we're not reinventing the wheel. This is building upon the many, many studies that have been done. Um, Brook Street, especially the highway that runs through it, is probably one of the most studied roads in western Montana. <laughs> yes. It has not been working for a long time. Um, 20 years ago or so, when Malfunction Junction was rerouted and fixed, like that was the first, I think, probably big red flag that we need to do something as Missoula grows. So long story short, we took all of that knowledge and they all had public processes and so everything that Missoula has already said and looked at is coming together into one cohesive plan and we hope this is the spine then for everything that comes next. There are things going on like code reform right now. The city code reform project happening at the same time could not have been planned better because we are seeing code issues. There are some blocks of Midtown that have 12 different zone <laughs> zoning codes to them. Oh. That is not an environment where right, developers right. can come in and put more housing. Yeah, so that doesn't just make it quaint, right? I mean, like, oh, look, look what's over here, and look what's over here. I think, well, how did that happen? So, anyway, we're up against a break. We're coming right back. Phone calls are coming in. We have Susan and Lisa that want to visit with you. We're going to come right back. Our guests here in the studio, Melody Brock, Executive Director of Missoula Midtown Association, and Ed Marcheseau is the Project Manager and Redevelopment Specialist at the uh, City of Missoula's Redevelopment Agency. We're going to come right back and get those phone calls after this. Okay, we are back on on Talkback at City Talk, and we do this once a month, or actually a couple times a month now. Uh, thank you to Ginny Miriam from the City of Missoula, Communications Director, Melanie Brock joining us, and at Marsh or so, and I believe we have Susan up first. Hey, Susan, good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, I have a, a comment, and then I have a question. Um, when... The Reserve Street area was reduced from two lanes each to one lane each. Traffic became unbearable. And I know that was an attempt to make things nicer for bicyclists. And very few people bicycle in Montana weather. We also have a high population of seniors who do not bicycle. That's just a comment. 
Secondly, um, I'm not quite sure where Midtown is um, because we have a very small town. So everything to me coming from a large city in the past, Missoula to me is a Midtown all the time. (laughs) I mean, we really have a very small town. So where is Midtown and what are the streets and the perimeters that we're talking about and don't hang up on me because I'll have a follow-up question. No, that's fine. But we did talk about this at the top of the hour, but go ahead and and re-describe that for us. That's okay. Um, Mount and 14th on the north, 39th on the south, and then the eastern border being Higgins and the western being Reserve Street. So it's this, it's the center. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, um, change is that our population is growing and we are now considered a mid-sized city. So the best thing about Missoula, though, is we have our soul. And that's why it still feels like a small town where everybody knows your name. But we have to, the reason why Missoula is well positioned compared to other cities in the state with the growth that's happened is we've been working on this for years. We've seen this coming and we have been doing master planning. There are some cities, I'm not going to name any of them, (laughs) that are are trying to catch up with the growth. So it's here, especially um, those COVID years during the shutdown, our, our numbers increased considerably. So we are doing this planning now, so we are not to the point where when you have to run to the mall to grab something at Shields, you lose 45 minutes sitting on Brooks in your car to get there. Um, and I'm not sure about that Reserve Street. Are, are you referring to Russell? Because Reserve is very much a highway with, I believe, six lanes. Well, I, I, well, I, I apologize. You are correct. Yeah, Broadway. Broadway became uh, a narrow street as well as, yeah, Broadway. Yeah. I apologize. No, that's Russell, fine. Though, yeah, but Russell also um, became narrow as well. I mean, there yeah. were several streets. We got median strips um, on Stevens because mm-hmm. it looked pretty, and there were millions of dollars given to us by the federal government. Um, and actually, we have bicycle lanes on Reserve Street, I can't imagine anyone with an ounce of sense bicycling on Reserve Street. Uh, That is, like, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. So I guess the other thing that I am going to say to you, which doesn't relate necessarily to Midtown, although now that you've described where it is, I guess I live in Midtown, um, I am really incensed by the homeless. And our city fathers and mothers including the government officials, are doing too much to encourage homelessness living around our city. And we are having problems with people that are coming from other parts of the world to because they know they get a soft touch here. And I think the problems that we're having with people walking into the middle of traffic, uh, wheeling their I, I personally have stopped traffic to help someone who is in a wheelchair not get hit. Um, so I think that's something that 
when you're doing planning, uh, that needs to be addressed. And I'm going to get off the phone okay. now. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for the call. So not much that you folks can do about the homeless situation, right? Uh, well, or, or the houseless situation. What are you you know, um, Melanie makes. Uh, so she she uh, mentioned that this is, this is Annette, by the way. Mm-hmm. Melanie mentioned that um, part of the reason that we're undertaking this master plan is uh, preparing for growth, and it's it's a fact of life. Missoula has been discovered. Uh, Missoula by everybody. We, by everybody, uh, <laughs> yeah. we know yeah. Missoula is a really desirable place to be. Other people are beginning to figure that out as well. We're growing. And housing prices um, are a problem here, everywhere in the country. Um, When we undertake master planning like this, we're looking at opportunities for housing at all price points. And doing uh, planning like this, getting uh, adopted master plans in place, signal to developers that we're serious about development and we know what we want. Developers like predictability. Housing will be a really big um, component of the master plan in Midtown, as it is um, all throughout the city, at all price points. Okay. Melanie, go ahead. Absolutely. That has come up as one of the big pieces to this. Here's an interesting fact that we just learned. Only 38% of the 15,000 people who live in Midtown own their own home. So the majority of people who live in Midtown, that is way lower than the whole rest of the city. Midtown it has been frozen in time in that the economic benefits of the growth have not reached Midtown. People in Midtown, the uh, median household income is the same it's been since 2010. People are not getting wage increases who live in Midtown. So part of shedding light on this is saying, wow, we need more home ownership support programs because you are more likely to be displaced if you don't own your own home, if you are renting. So that is another piece to this. Um, Part of this master plan is going a few steps further and even saying, okay, let's do, let's run the numbers and say what kind of housing fits where and at all levels. So we are going to do the legwork so we can literally then say to the community, uh, we know that we want multifamily. We're hearing that um, Midtown residents aren't sold on single-family housing anymore because there are more and more parks. MRL Park was a game-changer for Midtown. That city partnership that MRA did with um, the railroad and developing that park, if you drive by it on South and Johnson, you will always see families with dogs. You will see seniors walking around. You will see people playing pickleball at all hours on the day. At all hours in the day. So now that we have these amenities and we're adding more amenities, the fairgrounds, that fence coming down in the fairgrounds. We have a central park now. It's incredible. You can walk your dog there. It's no longer an area that is really utilized just a few weeks of the year. And it the plan, it'll just get even better. We're going to come right back. And we have Lisa waiting to visit with you. Lisa, thank you for your patience. Uh, by the way, we have several other lines open. 721-1290. We'll be back right after this and get Lisa's call. Okay, we're back. This is City Talk, and uh, we really appreciate our guests this morning. Uh, they are Melody Brock, Executive Director of the Missoula Midtown Association, and Ed Marcheseau. She's a project manager and redevelopment specialist at the Missoula Redevelopment Agency. And Lisa has been waiting all the way through the break. Lisa, thanks for holding. Go ahead, please. What's on your mind? I'd like to direct my remark to the city planner. 
You know, I hear about all these plans that they have for the future. A lot of it sounds very good, very interesting. And But what I'm trying to say is nobody ever says anything about planning our traffic situation. And I do not believe that if you don't go and ask people what they think about the city traffic here, that they will tell you it's lovely. Everybody hates it. And I hear all the new parks that are supposed to be and the new bike lanes and all of this is nice and well. But not one person will ever come to the radio station and tell us what they plan on doing because our traffic is awful. And that's all I have to say. Okay, Lisa, thanks for the call. Okay, so now uh, Lisa brings up an interesting point uh, because uh, we have had several conversations uh, on this show over the years about traffic. So uh, it's not like not we're like like dealing with it, but uh, more and more people, more and more traffic, more and more cars. So go ahead. Sure. And Lisa, you do bring up a really uh, important point. Traffic is a it is a concern always. Um, And the strategy that the city has taken is to focus on uh, what we refer to as multimodal opportunities for traffic. Um, so certainly cars will always be, uh, I think, a part of our um, infrastructure in the city, and, and we're not advocating getting rid of cars. But we've learned in urban planning that just adding another lane to accommodate more traffic just gets more traffic. Um, and it it doesn't solve the problem. What we're really focused on is uh, this um, multi-modality where uh, you make it comfortable for people to walk on sidewalks, good sidewalks that are comfortable, um, and and accommodate people with all abilities, um, that you have opportunities for this east-west connection, um, both for pedestrians and cyclists that Melanie was talking about in Midtown. Right now, if you want to get from one side of Midtown to the other, you have to take a car. It's just not safe as a pedestrian to try to cross Brook Street. Um, And we also are focused on Um, increasing and getting a much more robust transit system in our community. We have a wonderful transit system, um, and it's a free transit system, bus system. But it won't go down Reserve Street. But it doesn't go down Reserve Street. We have limited resources, um, but we're planning that into our our master plan. So we're looking at um, all opportunities for people to... um, uh, uh, mobility. Uh, the other thing that I will say is that by focusing, the city of Missoula has a a focus inward growth policy, and by focusing inward and in Midtown, where um, we're really focusing our effort right now, um, by providing more opportunity for people to live close to where they work, close to where they recreate close to where they shop, then it gives, they don't, you you provide so many more opportunities that maybe people don't have to get in their car to go pick up a gallon of milk. Um, So we're not, we're not focused on um, just one issue. Traffic always is a really important issue. um, And, and Brook Street will always be, um, 
uh, uh, traffic, uh, it will always carry a lot of traffic because it's the primary connection from the Bitterroot all the way up to downtown and, and out to the interstate. Um, but if we can have a lot more options for people, um, that's really what we're focused on. Well, the challenge with Reserve Street is it's a, it's a highway. I mean, it, it's a four-lane, huge impossible to run across in one in one breath you know a highway uh and, and I, I understand why the mountain line doesn't because there's very few pedestrians that are going to be sitting there waiting for a bus on on reserve because it's not made for pedestrians so so is that is that correct or am i am i out to lunch with that i i think that there yeah there is truth to that um also you know the the bus routes go where the uh, ridership is and there tends to be i think less ridership along reserve street today um in 15 or 20 years uh we could be in a situation um that we are with brook street today where the um the uh, development and demographics have changed, and we may be looking at um, strategies to do redevelopment along Reserve Street in a different way in 15 or 20 years. That's not that's sort of on the edge of what we're focused on in Midtown today. Um, Brooks Street is sort of the spine of Midtown, and and that has the real focus uh, for transportation um, uh, ideas today. And Brooks is a highway as well. Like there is a very interesting piece where you have schools on both sides of a highway and, and pedestrians and cyclists trying to get across it. So that is why we're doing this is to make it work for everyone, including cars and including the traffic now, like South Avenue West of Brooks is backing up three or four times a day if you ever use that to get between Reserve Street and Brooks. So our team has looked at all of it, and we've been out in the field during these key times. January 26, our public workshop that's coming up, 530 to 7, at the Missoula County uh, Fairgrounds in the Floriculture Building. This will be a piece to it. That meeting in September, there was a station where people looked at intersections and told our team their experiences of traffic at uh, uh, Brooks and South at Brooks and Reserve at 39th and Russell. We literally were looking intersection and intersection and, and tell us what your vision would be. Tell us what your experiences are. So this plan is literally coming from um, cyclists, pedestrians, and people who drive it every single day. And we've heard so much from people who just go to Trempers for things at, at, at ACE, Right. Right. Uh, and then people who work there every day. That we, we are writing this plan together. We're going to come right back. Uh, this is a one-minute timeout. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we still have phone lines open. These nice folks are only going to be here for about another eight minutes. So if you have a question or a comment, uh, we'd love to hear from you right now at 721-1290. Okay, we're back on Talk Back, and uh, we are getting ready to wrap things up. So uh, uh, let, let, let's close by, for, the, for those who may have just joined us, I realize you just had a chance with Susan to kind of uh, uh, go over the high points of, of what you're doing with Midtown. So for those who may have just joined us, uh, hit the high points again, if you wouldn't mind, please. 
Well, we are in the final months of a master planning effort for the Midtown area, and January 26th, it's a Thursday night from 5.30 to 7 p.m., will be a public workshop at the Floriculture Building, that's Building 15, on the Fairgrounds campus. And we need folks to come by 5.30, because we'll, there'll be a presentation on some of the plan alternatives that have come over the last year of work, talking to the community about the challenges and opportunities in Midtown. And then we are gonna break out in groups and dive deep into you will actually get to say this is not where I want um, more more parks and trails and have like a hands-on experience where we can take the early draft concepts and really workshop them so that's 5 30 to 7 p.m if you have kids you can our partner the YMCA will be um, watching children during it at the YMCA drop-in child care center we just need you to email midtown at missoulamidtown.com to reserve a spot just so we make sure we have accommodations for all kids so there is free childcare for our parents and families participating. And we hope that everyone comes out. There'll be light refreshments. It will be fun. It's always a really fun uh, activity to roll up your sleeves and be a part of uh, visioning. And this is a vision that is rooted in reality. With uh, We have economists leading this effort. We want to make sure um, and we'll be certain that this isn't a plan that sits on the shelf. We're going to get right to implementation starting in June. And we will know that this is these are ideas and concepts that we could afford to do, and we are going to do it with community partnerships and by attracting the right kind of growth that we want. I will tell you, there there are, and, and, and Ginny knows this, uh, every now and then we'll, we'll get a call when we have a, a program like this. Someone will call in and say, yeah, you're having all these meetings, but you really already made up your mind. Uh, so uh, why why should I take part if, 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 if it's a foregone conclusion that this is what you plan? to do and you're just kind of doing this to make everybody feel better. That is not the case to the point that we can't do anything else until this public workshop because we need the public to weigh in on these. There are five early concepts and what emerges after January going into the final draft of a plan will be what we hear. Also, there have been hundreds of Missoulians who have participated so far. These concepts have come from what we've heard from the community and we've heard housing We've heard economic opportunities. We've heard open spaces. Missoulians, you know, we love our quality of life. We love parks, trails, um, open spaces. But at the same time, we have heard from folks that don't give me a new park if it's going to raise my property taxes. People have never been more sensitive to um, new amenities possibly leading to displacement. So everything we are doing, there is a displacement lens, a, a Everything is being evaluated to make sure. Good news, bad news. Right. To make sure that we don't lose middle housing, we don't lose workforce housing, we don't lose attainable housing, making Midtown better. We will never make Midtown uh, the glossy big sky town center you see going up to the big sky. <laughs> this will always be Midtown. Midtown is what it is. It is like the character of the city we love. Um, we do not want to make it pretty and shiny, but we want to make sure that people functional. can afford to live there. Make yes. it functional. All and right. can cross streets without, like Russell is a very dangerous street. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most dangerous streets in Missoula. And there are fixes that we could come together as a community. And maybe it is that bike lane should go a different place. Who knows? Because it is being mm -hmm. driven by the community. Okay, and Annette, we've got about three minutes. It's all yours. Go ahead. 
Great. Thank you. Well, I would um, uh, want to point out that the master plan that's being done in Midtown is uh, a little bit unique in the world of master planning because it started with um, this grassroots um, input before the planners were even brought on. Uh, so the, the um, Melanie and her crew were very astute in understanding what the demographic of Ma- uh, Midtown is today and not wanting to lose sight of that. Uh, so they uh, hired uh, someone who was really shepherding that grassroots. Um, and I think, Melanie, you said you've got over 100 sort of grassroots ambassadors who are um, connecting with people who typically don't get involved in the master planning process and uh, bringing them into the into the fold. And um, they're bringing fabulous information. So that, that all got started before the designers came along. And that information then was used to inform uh, what the designers are beginning to put together. They're just starting to come out with ideas. And those ideas then are getting vetted January 26th uh, and need a lot of community input to um, make it like a, a real robust and uh, still grassroots-driven plan. We have exactly a minute left, so let's get some some solid contact information if people want to find out more. Is there a phone number, website? Where do we go? What do we do? MidtownMasterPlan.com. That's MidtownMasterPlan.com has everything. It has all the information about January 26th. It has that challenges and opportunities report. Um, Engage Missoula, too, always has links to all of these things because that is your one-stop shop for wanting to get involved in your city. Mm-hmm. So engagemissoula.com, am I right? Yeah. Thank you. Yes, always. That's such a great spot. Um, so if you can't remember midtownmasterplan.com, always engage Missoula. You should check it every week because there's something on there that keeps you in the loop. Well, uh, go ahead real quick. And the, the Missoula redevelopment um, page also, it's a, it's a on the city, you can get there from the city webpage. The Missoula redevelopment webpage also has um, a lot of information about what we're doing. Ladies, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks, Peter. Right, great always. show, as always. Thank and, you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, okay, so coming up on Monday, Mr. Nick, uh, we have the KGVO Book Club, and I believe it's Hillbilly Elegy. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, I'm, it's, oh, sorry, it's Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Okay, uh, we'll, see you. we'll see you Monday on Talk Back. Have a great day.